You're listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids. It's Paula Phillips. Right Road. Hello, everyone, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. (laughs) I am so excited about tonight's show. My guest is a beloved children's author who radiates fun and joy into the world in so many wonderful ways, and I feel like we all just need a huge boost of fun in our lives and in our kids' lives. Um, I highlighted a Walt Whitman quote in today's Right Road email that I came across when planning tonight's show, focusing on fun and joy, and it says, do anything, but let it produce joy. And then, just before we started doing the show uh, this evening, I was listening to a podcast, and I heard somebody thanking someone, and they said this. I jotted it down quickly. They said, thank you for helping me want to live a happy and joyful life, not just a productive one. And both of those those things really resonate in my soul. And they're sort of everything I picture for tonight's On the Right Road show. So here we go, you guys. Just kick back, put your feet up, and just breathe in a whole lot of inspiration and fun and joy here on the Right Road. And as always, I'm, I'm so glad. Each and every one of you are here tuning in with me. Um, And in addition to my extraordinary guest, I think you all know that a big part of the joy I find in life is giving. So, of course, I also have tons of awesome On the Right Road giveaways to share with you throughout the program tonight. And all of them are going to be centered around our theme this evening, which is fun for you as educators and for your students. Um, And note that, as usual, I'll announce all the recipients from all of tonight's live and pre-show giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. So make sure to check for that super long recipient announcement post so you know how to respond to receive your gift if you're a recipient this week. And we'll be mailing all the gifts from tonight's show out to the recipients by mid-October. So they should arrive by month's end. And all the entry details will be a part of each giveaway opportunity so you'll know exactly what to do to participate and enter, okay? So here's tonight's first wonderfully fun gift opportunity for you. Of course, it's open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. And first, I want to mention tonight's code word for the giveaways, which is the word fun. (laughs) Okay. So if you're not familiar, if you're new to On the Right Road, here's how we do things. As soon as I explain each of the giveaways, this one's the first one's not up yet. As soon as I explain it, it's going to pop up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. And what you want to do is not wait for it to come up in your newsfeed. Facebook is too big. Everything doesn't come up in your newsfeed. So go to our actual Right Road Kids Facebook page. And then when I say, you know, okay, ready, set, here it is, just refresh the page and it'll pop right up there for you. All the easy entry details will be right in each giveaway post, but also type tonight's code word fun as part of each entry comment because that lets us know that you're listening and it officially enters you, okay? (laughs) So for this first giveaway this evening, I have eight post-it school buses. 
and each one includes 24 bright and colorful post-it pads, an educator's dream with just so many fun uses for the classroom. Um, and these post-it buses, they kind of pop out of the woodwork every year at back-to-school time. And I'm like drawn to purchasing them for you like a magnet. It might sound like goofy, but they just bring a huge smile to my face every time I see them. And I was so excited to be able to find eight of them for you. <laughs> so there will be eight educator recipients, and each one will receive one of the post-it buses jam-packed with colorful post-it pads. So to Enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to also type tonight's code word FUN as part of your entry comment, okay? And this giveaway will be open until just after the end of the show, till 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the eight recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Special thanks to DCH Subaru of Thousand Oaks for helping to make this giveaway possible. And y'all know this is just the first of the fantastic. I'm calling them fantastic giveaways tonight. The first that I'll have throughout the whole show for you tonight. So keep our Right Road Kids face, Facebook page close and ready, okay? And just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight, we're live Sunday, September 26th. Tonight's giveaways will, of course, be closed after that. And now, you guys, I am absolutely uh, delighted. I, I haven't used that word in a long time, but I'm delighted and thrilled to introduce you all to my fabulous guest this evening, Alan Katz. Alan has written more than 50 highly acclaimed books for kids, including Take Me Out of the Bathtub and Other Silly Dilly Songs, Oops, and The Day the Mustache Took Over. Some of his most recent works include the three books in his Liography series, The Awesome Achievers Book Duo, The Society of Substitutes series, and Misty the Cloud a picture book he wrote with the Today Show's Dylan Dreyer. Uh, In addition, Alan is also a writer and producer with extensive television credits. He's a six-time Emmy-nominated writer for TV series, including The Rosie O'Donnell Show, PBS Kids Pinkalicious, and a whole lot of Nickelodeon shows. He's written advertising campaigns and slogans for tons of companies, including I Can't Believe It's Not Butter, Nickelodeon, and McDonald's. He's presented, uh, or penned, humorous essays for the New York Times. He's hosted a long-running game show on Sirius XM's Kids Place Live channel, and he's also created comic books, trading cards, theme park shows, and hundreds of other projects for kids. He's received many awards for children's literature, and he speaks at literacy conferences in schools across the country. He's now even developing two game shows with Howie Mandel's production company based on concepts that he's created. I mean, what hasn't this man done? He's a treasure of a talent, and I'm beyond thrilled to introduce you all to Alan Katz and welcome him to On the Right Road. Welcome, Alan. Well, thank you so much. That guy sounds pretty good. (laughs) That's you, buddy. I appreciate oh your kindness is your kindness and and creative enthusiasm mean the world. Oh, well, right back at you and I can't wait for everybody to really meet you on the show tonight and get to know you and here's the thing Ellen, whenever I have a children's author on the show, I love to start with what I call quick fire questions. So I've got my timer set for 3 minutes and what I'm going to do is ask you 10 questions. So Try to answer them all within three minutes, okay? I, I mean, it actually you sounds bet, like sure. it, <laughs> it could be one of your game shows. <laughs> I didn't know and, there was a test. 
No, it's not a test, but here's the scoop. I know. Um, Teachers, I think this is going to be a wonderful part of the show to share with your students, and I actually think this whole show with Alan will be an inspiration for them as well as for the rest of us. So after we air live here tonight, I'll post the show on the on-demand link for the show so you can download it to share you know, all the inspiration with your kids. So here you go, Alan. I'm going to set my three-minute alarm. Mm-hmm. Ta-da. Hold on just a second. I've got it set here. So... How about this? If you can answer all 10 within three minutes, I'll add a bonus Amazon gift card giveaway at the end of the show. Sound good, Alan? I'll do my best. I know you can do it. So listen closely, everybody, because I think what I'm going to do is ask a question based on Alan's answers as part of that bonus giveaway, okay? So here we go, Alan. I'm starting my timer on your market set go. Here's question number one. What is your favorite color? Ooh, I know that one. It's orange. Awesome. What, number two, what's your favorite food? Well, it's also orange. It's cantaloupe. Oh, I love it. What's your favorite mm-hmm. TV show or movie? You know, I have many, um, but I love game shows. I, I would probably watch Wheel of Fortune 24 hours a day if I could. Oh, my gosh. That's so interesting. I lo- This is so fun. Okay, so number four, how many kids do you have? I have four. Uh, they're 26. My, my, my son is 26. He's okay. got an older sister who's 29. And I have twin boys who are 21. Awesome. Question number five. I'm going fast to make it in the three minutes. What's your mm-hmm. favorite kind of book to write? You know what? I love writing humor. Um, out of the 50 books you were kind enough to mention, only the Awesome Achievers books are not purely humor. Um, I like to make people laugh. You know, I think humor is, is so important, and it helps kids you know, enjoy reading. Well, and you bring so much, not only humor, but joy to the world with everything that you do. Okay, number six. I'm going faster. Then we won't be so fast for the rest of the show, but I want to get this in. Six, how old were you when you wrote your first children's book? Well, it was 22 years ago, so it was 22, 22 years less than I am now. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> number seven, is there a particular time of day that's your favorite or most productive time to write? You know what? That's an interesting question, but no, um, I'm very lucky. You know, if you're an astronaut, you need a rocket ship. You need mission control. If you're a doctor, you need to have office hours and see patients. But if I have something to write with and something to write on, I can be a writer 24-7. I thought of an idea on a train platform, seeing my son off. uh, uh, He was taking a train. Anywhere you are is the perfect place and the perfect time to be a writer. I love it. That's the way I feel, too. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, eight. We got one more minute here. We can do this, Alan. What's your favorite mm-hmm. book of all time, one of yours or one authored by somebody else? Well, I guess I'm partial to Take Me Out of the Bathtub because it was first, and kids know the songs, and it really started off my children's writing career. Um, but I think if it weren't one of my titles, it would be anything by Dan Gutman. His books oh. have have entertained and, and helped my kids be better readers. And there's, he's a great friend, and there's nobody better than Dan Gutman. Well, and he's been a guest on, on the show here on The Right Road, and I promote his books all the time. So I'm going to do mm-hmm. the same for yours, too, um, because Thank I, you. oh, my gosh. Okay, we got two more. We can do this. Do you have a favorite project in any genre that you've worked on so far? Well, you mentioned the Rosie O'Donnell show. I spent six years uh, every day waking up, getting on a train for an hour and a half, 
and writing funny songs and games and sketches for the show. That was probably my favorite. Um, but right now I'm working on something uh, that's a musical. We can talk about it a little bit later, but I think that might be my favorite right now. Oh, my gosh. This is so exciting. Number 10, we got this. We're a little over three, but we're still within the three. So what four words would you use to best describe you? Wow. That's that's tricky. Uh, I'm going to take more time to think about that. But no, probably funny, encouraging, and proud father. How's that? Oh, I love it. And we made it within, it's it's three and a half, but we made it within the three. So I'm, I'm adding the bonus Amazon gift card giveaway. Woohoo! <laughs> Thank Great. you for doing that, for playing along. <laughs> you are the winner. I'm of. out of breath. <laughs> All right, Alan, let's dive into the meat and potatoes here. Um, how did you find your passion or calling to write? Was it something that you always loved? Well, I was I was funny as a kid, I have to say. I don't come from a show business family. I don't come from really a creative family. But I loved humor. Um, I, I was very attracted to it. My family used to go to a lot of comedy shows, and I said, wait a minute, I think that's what I want to do. And I was a ventriloquist when I was a kid and did shows, extemporaneous shows, every day at the end of lunch. If everybody cleaned up in time and there was time left, I would get to do a show. And I was creative all through school. And it was really a teacher, as it always is. It was a teacher who inspired me. And, in fact, I've dedicated books to her, who said, you can be a writer, but you've got to work hard. And I said, I'll take that challenge, and I did. Oh, my gosh. Well, so how did you take that challenge and that passion and that love? And I, I think that a lot of kids and teachers probably would love to know this. How did you actually get into the writing field as a professional? Well, I do have to go back one second because in third grade, I think you'll find this fascinating, and it's actually printed in my poetry book, Oops. Um, My third grade teacher, in a note to my mother at the end of the term, wrote, Alan must work toward expressing his written ideas more creatively. Oh. And I said, I want to be a writer. That's what I want to do. And I started writing, and actually in the book, too, you'll find a parody of Jack and the Beanstalk, probably the first funny thing I ever wrote. And that encouraged me. And I I read Uh, that when I visited schools because I say, you see, you know, anybody can be a writer. You just have to set your mind to it. Um, My first professional work was writing jokes for comedians, believe it or not. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Well, I I love how you took that passion and you, like you said, you worked hard. That's the key. I think now with social media and so much instant gratification, I think the biggest thing for any of us and kids to really know is that you got to work hard. Even if it's a love, even if it kind of comes easy for you, you still have to work super hard. So, Alan, so much of your work incorporates and really centers around fun and joy. And, you know, these days that's more important than ever for, for all of us, ourselves and our kids. What makes you laugh and feel joyful? What makes... What makes me laugh? You know, I can find humor in, you know, obviously not in sad or tragic situations, but I think I have the ability uh, to see humor in places that uh, that other people don't. You know, I'll look at a sign and, um, you know, we drove by a sign that said, end construction. And that meant that there was no more construction. And I said to the kids, why did they want to end construction? Construction's important. 
And, you know, <laughs> things like that. Or, or a school zone. We passed a sign once, because I'm big on things like this. Um, we passed a, a school on the road, and the sign said, don't pass. And I said, that's a terrible thing to put in front of a school. Yes. Oh, my don't. gosh. So, you know, okay. everybody else drove through that sign and didn't laugh, but I was able to find humor in it. It doesn't make me special. It's just that's kind of what my skill is. Yes, that's a definite gift. Teachers, I think that's a fun um, challenge for your kids is hold up anything in the classroom. Who can find humor in this? Let's find something humorous in this. And it, it'll lighten the mood. Oh, my gosh, what a gift. Thank you. Now, I do, have to, I do have to interrupt you, and I'm sorry, but there's a distinction that I make at school visits, and it's the most important thing we're going to say, or I'm going to say during this hour. It's fun to be funny. It's fun yes. to make jokes. It's fun to make people laugh. But I will never, never, never make a joke that hurts anybody else's feelings. Right. You know, I watch Nickelodeon. I watch Disney Channel. And maybe there's three kids at a table having lunch, and somebody walks by with a tray, and they say, oh, here comes the smelliest, or whatever they say. If it's unkind, it's uncalled for, it's inappropriate. If you make a joke and everybody laughs, good job, as long as it's a time the jokes are allowed. You can't just yell out a joke during class. Right. But kindness comes first. Oh, thank you for saying that. That is so, I love that distinction. So, so Alan, why do you think that humor and fun are so important in kids' literature, in kids' books? Well, I mean, as you said, everybody likes to laugh, everybody likes humor. Now, I am not recommending the kids only read funny books or only write silly things. When I read from my book, Oops, and I say, here's a poem, it rhymes, not all poems rhyme, not all poems are funny. You might write a poem that is very deep. My son... David, who's a very gifted, uh, creative person, when he was about 12, his grandmother died, and he wrote a poem, and everybody who touched that poem sobbed. They were crying their eyes out because he conjured up, you know, people who didn't know her suddenly knew about her. And, And he said, I feel so bad, I'm making people cry. And I said, you should feel good because you're reaching them. So humor is important. You know, if humor is a way in, you know, I like to say if kids read my books and they say, hey, reading can be fun. Go read a book by, you know, Peter Laurentius, by Lauren Tarshish, by Elise Broach. Go read mysteries and things and you'll find out what you like best. Right. Oh, my gosh. Well, and it sounds like you're so in tune with kids. Um, And I know you love to make school visits. So... How does interacting directly with kids during those visits inspire you in your work? Oh, tremendously, tremendously. One of the things that I do at the end of every school visit, as time allows, after we do question and answer, and question and answer is always my favorite time, but I always read from a book that I'm working on, a project that isn't complete, isn't ready to be published yet, and I say, is this a good idea? Does this make sense? Do you get the jokes? Do you like the jokes? Yes. And it's, it's, it's so surprising, and not surprising, it's so wonderful, I should say, yes. that kids raise their hand and say, you know what, don't make it baseball, make it football. Or they'll say, wait a minute, that's a lot like such and such book. And it informs me so much that those books are, are so much better, so much more enriched for those, that experience. Well, and it's, it's empowering them. I mean, you're giving them a voice. Oh, my gosh. Alan? You are one in a bajillion. I mean, you're... Wow. You're, can can you, you tell that to my wife? 
<laughs> Stay with me, okay, buddy? I have so many more questions for you, but first I okay. want to give away a bunch of your awesome books. I know we haven't Thank talked you. specifically about many of them yet, but I, I can't wait another second to give them away to our awesome educator friends listening. So, guys, here's tonight's second On the Right Road giveaway. Of course, it's open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have... 18 books and book sets by Alan Katz. I've got a huge pile of his wonderful books to give. I've got some Silly Dilly books, some of his Society of Substitutes series, his Liography series, his Mustache books, and his Awesome Achievers books. There are books here for all grade levels, plus... I've got three $20 Amazon gift cards so more of you can buy his books. So there will be 21 educator recipients from this giveaway, and each will receive one of Alan's awesome books or a set of them or an Amazon gift card to buy them. So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember, you guys, to include tonight's code word FUN as part of your entry comment, even if you included it in tonight's earlier giveaway, okay? And for this giveaway, also include the grade level you teach. So if your name is drawn, we can best match one of the book gifts with your student's reading level, okay? This giveaway will be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight, and we'll announce the 21 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Huge thanks to Tanglewood Publishing for donating some of the book sets and to Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her awesome A Joy-Filled Life book for helping to make this wonderful book giveaway possible. Now, Alan, you've done so many different fantastic things, and it's hard enough to break into one field of, of, quote, entertainment. So how did you become this sort of jack of all trades in the writing and production and creative fields? Well, you know, somebody once said to me, never turn down a project because you never know where a project is going to take you. And I could probably make a chart that says, because I did this, I got there. I can tell you because I spent all those years on the Rosie show writing funny songs, I was able to sell my first Silly Dilly book. And everything leads to something else. So I've written things that you'd never imagine get written. But I do that. I've written comic books. I've written uh, cards for fast food Giveaways, and I'm not recommending anybody eat fast food, but I've written things for McDonald's, for Pepsi. You mentioned the, um, I can't believe it's not butter. They came to me and said, we want to do a parody song. And I wrote a song that Megan Mullally, the actress Megan Mullally, sang to the tune of Turn the Beat Around. She she sang Turn the Tub Around. And it was all about reading the back of the tub and finding out that the nutrition values were better. Well, I wouldn't have gotten that job unless I'd done... The books. I wouldn't have gotten the books unless I did Rosie, and so on and so on. Oh, you know, I tell my son this all the Well, don't tell him. I speak with my son about this all the time, how one, oh, one thing leads to another. You know, you just, you go with the flow of your life, and and don't live in fear, but just let it guide, and, and don't be afraid to just dive into stuff. Oh, my gosh. Life lessons here. Life 101. This is awesome. Well, now... I saw your Awesome Achievers books when they first came out a couple of years ago. They caught my eye, and they were actually the first thing that really intrigued me to get in touch with you to be a guest here on The Right Road. I love 
that they feature what you call almost famous people, people who have done amazing things but aren't maybe the big celebrities of the day. And what's so especially wonderful to me about these particular two books, Awesome Achievers in Science and Awesome Achievers in Technology, is that in today's world, kids often just see a tiny handful of uh, highly paid athletes or actors or social media influencers or billion-dollar moguls really celebrated. And those people are only a handful of the people who are successful in their own right. There are so many others in all corners of the globe doing amazing things to make a difference in the world. And those sort of hidden treasures to our world are the awesome kinds of people you feature in your Awesome Achievers books. So, Alan, what led you or inspired you? And and, and I know you said these these are the two that don't include like the outright humor. What inspired you to write these two particular extraordinary books that have such an important premise? Well, thank you for saying that. Um, I, I'm not writing, I'm reading. I always have books in my hand. I will pick up any newspaper, any magazine, and find something of value. And I guess that's because I'm curious. And, you know, I was having a conversation with my son one day, and he said, when, did you have a remote control when you were a kid? When you were a kid? And I said, believe it or not, I was the remote control. My parents would say, go put on <laughs> Channel 7. I'd get up off the couch, and I'd change the, the channel. And that got me to thinking, where did the remote control come from? Well, there's a fascinating story, and I tell it in, in one of the Awesome Achievers books. Same thing with windshield wipers, um, the microwave oven. I mean, every home, virtually every home has a microwave oven. Yes. That was invented by a man working in a science lab. And he walked by, they had microwaves there, and he walked by with a candy bar in his pocket, and it melted in his pants. And he said, wait a minute, what's going on? Right. He took an egg, he cracked it in a bowl, he stirred it up, he held it out, it cooked. He had an invention. He also had breakfast. Um, <laughs> and that led me to say, let me find out some of these people. Now, after I tell you about these people in truth and honesty and seriousness, there's some humor about how their inventions improve my life. Not making fun of them or their invention in any way, but saying, because I have a microwave oven, I can cook something in 20 seconds instead of two minutes, and here's what I do with the other minute and 40 seconds, that kind of thing. Oh, I love that. Oh, I mean, that's how I feel now about, about life is that use every second you can to the best of your ability to just live your best life. I, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That, I've got to, I'm trying to write down all these notes. I know I can listen afterwards, but I love everything <laughs> that you're saying, Alan. Well, now, one thing I've noticed through all of your books is just this underlying cleverness. And I've been thinking about the first short story in your um, really stupid stories for really smart kids uh, daily since I read it. You've got to read that story, everybody. Um, so as an inspiration for kids, Alan, what do you feel are the key components to writing a good book or creating any kind of creative project that's really going to connect with people? What would you say are the well, top three components? I, I think it's treating kids with the utmost respect for their knowledge and for their ability. That doesn't mean give Harry Potter to a kindergartner. But what it means is make kids in on the joke. Um, I love that. I love that they get it, and it's, you know, even if it's a little tricky or a little um, hidden, they find it, they feel good about themselves, and they feel good about the book. I have a book called Don't Say That Word, 
in which a, a boy comes home from school and mom says, what happened? And in four lines of verse, he tells her what happened. But he leaves off the last word because she says, don't say that word. He was about to say a word, not a bad word, but a kind of a potty word. Yeah. He'll say, he'll say, in art, everybody was inky, but mom, that was only the start. Or, excuse me. Um, yes, because Richie then made the room stinky by blasting a really big. And before he can <laughs> say a word that rhymes with art that Richie would have smelled up the classroom with, mom says, don't say that word. There are no bad words in there, but it empowers the kids to rhyme, right. to laugh. I've read it for 500 kids in an auditorium, and not one yells the word out. They laugh, but they do not say the words. And it's a lesson for words we shouldn't say, but it's also a lesson in, in humor and rhyming. I love that. Uh, just respect having respect for the kids. And, and I, I jotted down here, help them feel good about themselves. And I think for anybody writing, and like you said, you know, sometimes um, everything isn't necessarily going to be funny. You have to write about difficult topics or you have to deal with difficult topics in your life. But what we do, are we making other people feel good or are we blasting them? I, I love that, Alan. I, I just jotted well, that down. Well, thank you. I, I do have to tell you one, one other related story. Yeah. Um, I walk into schools and I say, hey, how many poets do I have in the room? And almost no hands go up. Second graders, third graders, kids don't consider themselves poems, poetry, yeah. poets. And I say, let me read a poem that I wrote. It's the shortest, simplest poem you're ever going to read. And it's called The Lollipop. And kids listen intently, and I here's the poem. Lick, 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 stick. After all those licks, all you have left is the stick. And Ed Corrin, the great, amazing New York Times and New Yorker illustrator, has done just an incredible job on this book. What happens after I read that poem, besides kids laughing, is they raise their hands and they say, I have an idea for a poem. Uh, I bet I've gotten 300 poems from kids. No, no exaggeration. Right. 300 poems called the ice cream cone. Lick, 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 plop. The cone, the scoop falls off. Uh, so if I've helped unlock that by saying, let's have some fun, then, you know, uh, Great. And they realize they can do it. Oh, my God. And it gives, it just opens a door. Oh, my goodness. Well, sure. I well, use now, the same 26 letters of the alphabet that they use. I, I don't do anything different. I put words in a different order than they do. But my writing counts and their writing counts exactly as much. This is like a master class. This is an educational oh, wow. master class, everything that you're saying. This is absolutely awesome. Well, Alan, is there a particular book or book series you've written that you most want to share about, get the word out, you know, about? I really want to give Well, sure, you were kind that. enough to mention biographies, and I'm so glad the great, great people at Tanglewood were able to, to get you some copies. Yes. Um, that's a book that was 100%, a series, actually, that was 100% inspired by my kids. When my twins, Nathan and David, were about seven years old, I used to read to them every night, or my wife would read to them every night, and Nathan only loved biographies. He's more of a serious guy. Yes. And David only liked funny books. Dan Gutman. He was addicted to Dan Gutman. Yeah. And I had to read two books because one wanted one type of book, one wanted another. And I said out loud, gee, I'll never be able to write a book that you both want to read because there are no funny biographies. Well, it was like a light bulb went on over my head. 
I said, wait a minute, I could write funny biographies. And I did. I've written three books called Liographies, the absolutely untrue, totally made up, 100% fake life stories of the world's greatest heroes. (laughs) Babe Ruth, Amelia Earhart, and Thomas Edison. When you read the book, 95% of it, is totally made up. I mean, Babe Ruth is a baseball player, Amelia Earhart is a flyer, Thomas Edison is an inventor. But I make up things based on those those avocations. And at the end of the book, it says, now that you know the liography of Babe Ruth, why not read a real book about Babe Ruth? Here are some suggestions or find some others. You'll find him fascinating. Am I lying to kids? No. I'm showing them that creativity counts. So many teachers, I'm so happy to say when I visit schools, teachers are using these books as compare and contrast. So they'll say, Mr. Katz said this about Babe Ruth. Let's find out what really happened. Uh, And I love that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, so regarding all of this, Alan, what would be your advice to kids right now regarding them finding their passions and life's callings? Well, I'm not saying everybody has to be a writer. I know I don't need all that competition. But um, you know what? My son, David, who I mentioned, you know, one of the twins, has been singing in school musicals since he was 10. He's now a musical theater major at the University of Hartford. He is producing concerts every night, streaming concerts, with the biggest names on Broadway and the biggest names on television. He is, he, he turned a love of singing into a job, uh, basically a career. My son, Andrew, uh, was a, a filmmaking. He loved making films in school. He turned that into a job after school, working for President Obama in the White House, in the video department of the White House. He oh, now awesome does that in social media for Senator Chris Murphy in Washington. So find out what you like to do. If you like, if you want to be a veterinarian, You can't treat animals now, but you can certainly treat them well and maybe become a dog walker. Maybe, you know, maybe write stories about animals or research more about animals. Um, Whatever your passion is, there's a book about it. Well, and I, this is so amazing. I love how synergy happens on the right road, right? I was watching, Mm -hmm. I was getting ready for the show yesterday, you know, my final notes and everything. And I had something on like a TV show on in the background. And I was thinking about our show tonight about fun and joy. And as I was thinking about all this, I'm like, you know, we really need to look for those signs of joy in our lives to guide us. And on the show that was in the background, it came out like with a megaphone at that exact time that I had that thought. The person on the show said, Look for you, find your joy. Look for your joy. And I'm like, that's kind of exactly what you just said is find what what makes your heart sing. Find what makes you happy and that's probably going to guide you to your life's calling and passion. So it's so absolutely here, true. I, I fully right? believe that. Well, now here's a big question for all of the grown-ups listening. From your experience, Alan, I mean, again, you've done so, so much, so many awesome things. What is your advice for educators and parents in terms of supporting their kids' talents and dreams? Well, you know, my parents used to say, my dad was a, uh, a shoe store owner. He sold children's shoes. And when I said I wanted to be a writer, 
they said, you can't be a writer. You know, what are you going to do, write something and somebody's going to, it's going to be so good that somebody's going to pay you to read it? Right. And I said, yeah, that's what I want to do. And I didn't give up. I worked on it and worked on it. Now, if somebody wants to be, I mentioned an astronaut before, if, if there's a student who wants to be an astronaut, it doesn't mean they're going to be on a lunar mission from NASA, but there are right. so many science aspects of outer space that, sure, you could do something related to being an astronaut. You know, uh, every kid wants to be uh, an athlete. Everybody wants to be in the major leagues or play football. But only 800 people or 900 people at a time have those jobs in baseball. We are speaking the but same language. it doesn't language. mean this, you can't yes. be a sport doesn't mean you couldn't be a coach, doesn't mean you can't be involved with something you love. And, I, and not that my parents discouraged me, they, they cared for me and said, you know, it's better to sell shoes because you buy something for $5 and you sell it for 10 and everybody's going to need shoes. But I had the confidence to say, nope, I'm going to make writing work. So that's the other key is confidence. Yes. Well, and I think the message for educator and educators and parents is to look past only what seems to be, st- like like you said, they might want to be a professional athlete. Well, help them see what you just said. And, and I, the way that my son is a baseball player, and he's extraordinary, and I, I will never tell him you can't do it because somebody's out there playing shortstop for the New York Yankees. You know, you can do it. I mean, it's up to you. Absolutely. Work, you know, but. Absolutely. Tr- absolutely but, true. My son, uh, Nathan, was an avid swimmer. And we used to drive him to practice in rain and ice and snow. Yes, And yes. he was the most, he had a work ethic that I can only aspire to, swimming every day. Well, he's now a record-setting swimmer for the Washington University swim team. He's also the captain, and he's, he holds some NCAA records for swimming. And you know what? If I had said, no, I'm not taking you to the pool. I'm not right. doing that. I'm not going out in 20-degree in weather with ice. You know, my wife and I supported that, that interest, and it turned into something. Now, he's not going to be a professional swimmer as a career, um, but it, it allowed him to pursue his area of interest and, and expertise. Well, and I think coupled with that, because like you said, you know, it's a two-sided coin, right? Every kid who wants to play in the major leagues or be an Olympic swimmer or whatever it is, isn't going to do that. There's just not enough slots in the world. So, but, you know, without discouraging them to follow their dream, also show them the flip side of the coin. Like what you just said, look at all these other things that flow with your passion. Help them open not only the door, but the windows, you know, to all. Right. Now, now, I do have to say one thing. Baseball is a finite universe of athletes. Many That's sports what I mean. are. But right. nobody can say to you, you can't be a writer. Nobody can say you can't be ah, a painter or a dancer right. or a singer. You know, will my son David end up on Broadway? I have every confidence that he will. But you know what? We saw him in The Sound of Music this summer in a local regional production. I was just as proud as if he were in Wicked on Broadway. Amen. You know, do, do it at the level you can do it. Very often teachers say to me, I have an idea for a book, but... I, I don't think it'll sell. And I said, you know what? If you don't write it and you don't try, you're turning it down yourself. You know, yes. it might not sell it. It might not be a bestseller, but put it out in the world. Give yourself a chance to, to express yourself creatively. Oh, 
this is amazing. I, I know I keep saying that, but I'm just like the the dingers going off here in my head, the, the light bulb. It's like, boom, boom, boom. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. So Alan, how in the world do you keep, people ask me this a lot too, and I'd love to hear your perspective. How do you keep your mindset of fun and joy flowing even when there are big challenges in the world or in the way, if that makes sense? Well, you know what? It's it's not always easy. I will tell you that the two awesome achievers books were written while I was recuperating from open heart surgery. Wow. And there there were days that I couldn't be at the computer. I just couldn't. But there were other days that I, you know, I got the books done. Um it, it's just be, being dedicated to what you want to do. Um, yes. I'll write something. I always show it to my family. My wife, who's a, a Pulitzer-nominated, serious journalist, a business journalist, and an awesome poet, wow. will say to me, yeah, you really think that's, you want to say that that way? You know, they are, they are my readers. They are my sounding board. Um, all four kids, we, I, sent them a, I sent all four kids a manuscript yesterday uh, that I wrote. And I said, what do you think? And two of them said, awesome. And my son, Andrew, said, I got a better ending for you. Wow. Uh-huh. I mean, that's incredible. It tapped into his creativity, too. Oh, and he my was gosh. Right. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Well, I can't No, I didn't write Goosebumps. That's R.L. Stein. <laughs> See? Fun and everything. Oh, my. This is what we needed today. I mean, with everything going on in the world, I just, this is going to be a blessing for so many. So, Alan, is there a final 30-second message you'd like to share with any kids who are listening? Yeah, just, I mean, as I said before, follow your passion. You know, read, There, you have an interest, there's a book about it in the library. You like yes. horses, there's a section. You like sports, 796 will take you there. You like biographies, you like mysteries, um, find something you like. You know, are you going to be a professional writer? Maybe, maybe not. But I promise you, every job you do is going to involve writing. And the better you do it today the better you'll do it tomorrow and the rest of your life. It's like sports. You know, your son didn't go on a ball field and hit a home run the first time. First time he he swung at the ball, he probably missed it or hit a dribbler that went three feet. After a while, you get better at it. Same thing with writing. The more you do something, the better you do it. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. And and what's your 30-second final message for all of our wonderful Right Road teacher and parent friends listening? It's a two-second message that I'll extend to 30 seconds. Two words. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for making education happen during the past year and a half that's been so difficult. Thank you for sharing the love of reading and writing and creativity. Um, When I visit schools, I can tell when a school has been fixated on reading. When kids brag to me. You know, I I, I went to a school in Brooklyn, and, and not to call them out, but... I said, hey, kids, let's write a poem. Um, what words rhyme with cat? And the teacher yelled from the back of the room, they can't rhyme. <gasps> and I said, I said, well, let's try. And somebody said bat, and somebody said mat, and somebody said cat. Now, somebody did say dog, but I said, that's in context, but it's not a rhyme. Right. We wrote a poem. When we got done, she said, I never would have thought they could rhyme. And I said, I wasn't asking them to change a carburetor. You know, <laughs> let's give kids credit for what they can do and help them with what they can't do. Right. Because everybody's got a poem in them. Everybody's got music in them. Everybody's got dance and art in them. I really believe that. Oh, 
Thank you so much, Alan. I mean, I'm absolutely honored that we've been able to share this time together on the show tonight. Like I shared when I was introducing you, I feel like you're a true talent in the world. Uh, I just, I'm so grateful you took the time to be here to inspire us this evening and for all of your work that brings just such tremendous fun and joy into the world. Thank you a million times over, Alan. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. And if anybody wants to reach out with thoughts or comments, I'm Alan Katz Books at AOL.com, 1AllenAllen, A-L-A-N-K-A-T-Z, books.com. Love to hear from everybody. Well, and, and also to purchase Alan's books, I found the best way to find them all, because there are so many, is just to Google Alan Katz Books, and it's A-L-A-N, like he said, K-A-T-Z, books. Google it on Amazon. And um, or just Google, you know, Alan Katz books Amazon, and and like he said, if you'd like to connect with him, you can also check out his website at alankatzbooks.com. Um, and as I and I hope you'll do that, you guys. I mean, what a what an amazing gift he would be to your school. Reach out to Alan. Oh my gosh. So and I as I always want to make sure to do as well. I want to make sure to give a huge thank you to our sponsors, Right Road Kids, Right Road Productions, Nair, Seatsack, the Lithia and DCH Auto Dealerships, and their support companies, including DCH Subaru of Thousand Oaks, the Just Shop with Jackie Facebook group, Leggy Liner, Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team, and of course Mo Anderson on behalf of KW and her extraordinary A Joy-Filled Life book. And as I always like to close the show with, I have a nugget. I've just got one tonight because I wanted to give Alan as much time to share as possible. But I've got a nugget from my heart that you can take with you into the week and into the rest of the school year. And here it is. Over the years, I've thought a whole lot about and observed how the natural joy and fun that seems to ooze out of kids tends to slowly be zapped away as the years go on. I think the zapping has been amplified since the era of COVID that we're in the middle of, but in general, there seems to be some kind of, I don't know, life progression or something that happens when people become a certain age and the realities of making a living and taking care of family and all the grown-up responsibilities set in. And then so much of the joy and life's fun are so often somehow exchanged for things like fear and anxiety and maybe even anger. And this is a generalization, but often it's like once we hit adulthood, we, you know, often become, which we declared as kids, we would never become an adult with those fears and anxieties and stresses that can become such downers. And it happens in general in every generation, I think. Um, And I think the age is getting younger when it happens. It's now hitting young people and teens, again, even more so since COVID and social media. Um, And I'm not saying that we shouldn't feel and deal with the tough stuff. I'm not saying that, you know, when we feel mad or stressed or sad, that we should cover it up with a pretend smile because life is hard. And sometimes, you know, we got to feel what we feel. But what I am saying is that I think God intends us to overall find joy in life. And I think for me, with my calling to uplift kids on their right roads, I've always been acutely aware of wanting to help kids keep their joy. But I still do sometimes fight against this kind of progression in myself. Again, it's like something that just tends to happen, right? I mean, as life challenges, they just tend to multiply as we grow up. But since both my parents and my beloved father-in-law passed away within the last year, I've really been reflecting 
even more on all of this than usual. And for my son's sake and for my own sake and the sake of all the kids I work with and and for the sake of you, Right Road friends, I'm trying even harder to let go of any of life's grown-up worries and anxieties that come into my life, that creep in there, because I want to make sure fun and joy are not replaced by those things. And... You know, I want to make sure that I'm modeling joy because kids watch and gleam from what we do. So all this to say that, you know, while there are definitely a whole lot of aspects of life knowledge and life experience and the wisdom that comes from those things that I'm so thankful for and that I want to hold tightly to and living and bringing up my son and teaching kids, I really want to make sure to also always be open to childlike fun and joy and make sure they aren't zapped from my life and that I'm not in turn zapping them from my son's life. And the thing is, with the world as it is right now, I think it takes that much more concerted energy to make holding on to that fun and joy the focus. But the value and importance of that effort and the joy cannot be matched. We all absolutely know that joy makes all the difference in our lives. So all of this to say that I really want to encourage you to find ways to not let the fun and joy be zapped from your life, which in turn, when it happens, can so easily put that zap onto our kids and students, you know? So let's make this a year of keeping the fun and joy alive and well. Say it loud with me right now, wherever you are, say, I choose joy. And I don't know, put a post-it on your bathroom mirror, say it out loud first thing every day, I choose joy. It's so important that we take focused time every day to say and commit to I choose joy. Amen. (laughs) I feel like we're in church a little bit here. Um, You guys, I just sure hope every second of this hour has been a big blast of joy and inspiration and fun for you. And I have one more big boost of giving fun for you this evening. Oh, uh, uh, and because Alan answered the quickfire challenge within that three-minute time period, as promised, I'm going to add a bonus giveaway for all of you who listen all the way to the very end, too. So this is giveaway number three for tonight, Facebook giveaway. Remember to check our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon for the long list of recipients from all of tonight's pre-show and live broadcast giveaways. So, giveaway number three here. It's open, of course, to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. To add fun to the classroom, I have nine 11-inch colorful storage cubes filled with supplies. So there will be nine educator recipients and each will receive one of the large storage cubes in the giveaway picture. They're empty in the picture, but what I'm going to do is jam pack each one with tons of awesome new school supplies. So each recipient is going to receive a big box of teacher and classroom surprise fun. (laughs) So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to include tonight's code word FUN as part of your entry comment, even if you included it in tonight's other way giveaway giveaway entries, okay? And for this giveaway, include your storage cube color choice too, red, blue, or teal. That way, if your name is drawn, I'll do my best to match each recipient with their favorite cube color. 
And this giveaway is going to be open until just after the end of the, end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the nine recipients on our Right Red Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Huge thanks to Mo Anderson and her wonderful A Joy-Filled Life book for helping to make this awesome giveaway possible. And once again, tons of thanks to Alan Katz for being my just extraordinary guest here on the Right Road tonight. Thank you to Marcy for her wonderful behind-the-scenes support. Thank you to my terrific engineer, Aaron, and the whole Voice America team. And thank you all so very much for listening and being a part of the Right Road family. Blessings, love, and light to every single one of you. And surprise, you guys, if you have listened all the way to the end here, here's the bonus gift opportunity because Alan met the three-minute quick-fire challenge early on in the show. I have three $50 Amazon gift cards to give to help you purchase needed classroom supplies and resources. So, if you're listening now, this is one of my email giveaways, okay? Just email me at heypaula, that's H-E-Y Paula, at rightroadkids.org, R-I-G-H-T-R-O-A-D-K-I-D-S dot O-R-G. Put the word fun in the subject line, that's our code word tonight, and include your school, city, and state, and Alan's favorite color that he shared during the quick fire questions in the body of the email. And if you do that, you'll be entered to receive one of the three $50 Amazon gift cards. Again, just email me at heypaula at rightroadkids.org. Put the word fun in the subject line and include your school, city, and state and Alan's favorite color and you'll be entered for the the gift cards, okay? (laughs) As always, you guys, this episode will be available to listen to or download for free so you can listen to any parts of it you may have missed or Download it to save and share with your teacher friends and your students. Oh, my gosh. I hope you share this with your students. What an inspiration. And you guys, watch for the click and listen giveaway for this episode coming up at some time in the near future. Even if you're listening now, you can still click and listen and enter that giving fun. And between our live on the Right Road broadcasts, you can always connect with us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page, Instagram page, and our via our website at rightroadkids.org. And as I always like to close with you guys, always remember that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time on The Right Road here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on The Right Road. Remember that no matter how crazy and busy life gets, Always make sure to take time to add fun to each day and keep joy as the focus. I love and appreciate you all so much. Thank you for listening to On the Right Road with your host, Paula Phillips. Connect with us anytime at www.rightroadkids.org or at Right Road Kids on Facebook. And we'll catch you again here every first and third Sunday of the month at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the right road. Right road.